Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm Brittany. And I'm Heather. Welcome to OKS Moms, the podcast. A place to be more than just mom. Everybody, welcome back to another mini episode. Uh, these episodes are our okayest mom moments. We're new around here. Okayest mom moments are those moments in motherhood that make you go, "What the fuck?" Like, does anyone else deal with this? Spoiler alert: they do, <laughs> but maybe might be a little bit embarrassing, or you know, laugh out loud funny. I always kind of think of them as the things that like you wouldn't dare tell anybody, but here we are telling everybody. So, you know, it's what we do. It's what we do. And you know what? It's great commiseration for moms who are listeners who um, maybe feel like they're alone sometimes. You are not alone. All right. Give us your latest okayest mom moment. Speaking of things I usually wouldn't tell anybody, I <laughs> I've been feeling a little bit of mom guilt over this, so I'm gonna preface it by saying this. But I have just been like the days are nonstop around here. The kids go to school, I work all day, pick the kids up, and then they have all their shit in the afternoons. So I've been doing something when the kids get home from school, where I go in, shut my door turn on my noise machine and take like an hour power nap, (laughs) like almost every day. After school? After school. Before we have to run to soccer or rehearsal or whatever, just like right after school. (laughs) Wow. I just don't even understand how you have time for that. I, it's very tight because the kids have to do homework. (laughs) So we get home at like 2.15 and I'm in my room. And then at 3.30 we do homework. So it's... I'm squeezing it in. Listen, you make time for things that matter. (laughs) Huh. Okay. I'm intrigued by this because, well, I guess your practices must be later than ours because ours twice a week, we have to be out. We have to be at the field, like ready to go at four. So there is like, no, it just just wouldn't work. It is just constantly me yelling, where are your cleats? (laughs) Yeah, no, it would not work. Our practices start at five 30 and six. So, okay. It, it we have a little bit of time after to like decompress and honestly I think the kids like it too as much as I feel guilty like oh you just got home from school I haven't seen you all day bye <laughs> I think they like to decompress a little bit too and then we dive into homework and all the shit you know yeah we there's definitely something to be said for everyone going to their corners and not speaking to each other yeah so yeah, there there I went I admitted it <laughs> Okay, so my latest one was a little bit harder to hide because um, it expanded beyond the privacy of our home where I could <laughs> do all of my things in shame on my own. And so my kids have been spending a lot of time upstairs and like we have like a loft, which has become like their playroom slash online classroom of, 
you know, yesteryear and like all these things. So it's basically like they just go up there and they do their thing. It's kind of like everyone goes to their corner and they do their thing and they create page after page of Pokemon drawings. And like, I don't, I don't ask questions. It becomes a tornado of a disaster every once in a while. We go up and we clean it. And then like, but like whatever happens in there, like is none of my business as far as I'm concerned. So we go to get haircuts and I never know like where to stand when my kids are getting their haircut. I'm like, do I stand right here in like in the middle of the salon and like watch them or like, is it okay for me to go sit down? Like what age are we like not monitoring this? So he's six now. So I, I'm sitting now and all of a sudden I hear the lady go, um, mom, can, can you come back here? I'm like, thinking like it's like oh is this short enough like whatever like like a typical haircut question oh no she takes the comb and she combs his the front of his hair up like the very front like the crown of his head holds pushes the hair back she goes um did you know that he cut his own hair (laughs) and i go no sure didn't (laughs) because he had done it no he had like done it perfectly so that it was like a comb over situation. I don't know, but like it, he like cut under the hair. So you couldn't like, I, Oh, and he needed a haircut. Like his hair was long. So it wasn't like a bald spot. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he did, but I'm like, mm, no, I was not aware of that whatsoever. Oh my God. <laughs> and so she's like, well, it's, you know, it's fine. Like we can cover it up. We'll just have to go a little bit shorter than he wanted. And it, it was fine. But I was just one of those moments where it's like, it's literally in the middle of his head. So either I haven't been w- looking at him or <laughs> like I haven't noticed. So I, the only thing I can assume is that it happened when he was upstairs in like the, in their, we call it their beat laboratory, like stepbrothers, <laughs> like just doing whatever they do up there. And I, I don't know. I don't know. So how did he respond? Oh, he, his typical sheepish look of like, shit, I got caught. (laughs) (laughs) Which like, whatever, it's your hair. Like if you want to take some scissors to it, like, I mean, luckily, you know, like his hair is relatively short anyway, and he always wants it buzzed like dad's head. So like, it's fine. But it was just when, like, I just felt like such an idiot of like, did you know? And I'm like, no, I, I sure didn't. Well, it sounds like he's really good at layers, so it doesn't... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's got a future, which I would appreciate a discount on some of his services. So. God, no kidding. Oh, my God. These kids. I mean, at least he cut his own hair and not, like, other people's hair. Yeah, that's... Yeah, good. Some of the All right, let's dive into our first okay small moment from you all. Um, The first one is from Megan and Stacy, who were guests on episode 115, Quick Weeknight Dinners. They are the hosts of Didn't I Just Feed You? And they've got some good ones. We just, like this May, had this episode about my son, like eating basically an entire package of mini corn dogs like the frozen from frozen. And I was like, actually kind of proud. Like that was a fun week weekend lunch. I was like, I cannot be bothered. I'm going to put this bag of frozen mini corn dogs in the oven. And I was really proud because he housed like 16 mini corn dogs. Like he was just so hungry and he was just loving it. Uh, and then that night he 
threw up 16 mini gordas. <laughs> Uh, so that was a moment where I was like, okay, like sometimes the sacrifice of like convenience foods is not very convenient when you have to get everyone out of the bed. Cause we were all snuggled in our bed and wash the sheets oh, no. at nine o'clock on a Saturday. That's quite a life lesson though. He'll it think really of that is. in college when he's like, he's mm. off the hot dogs right now. He will I was going to say, I remember a uh, food that I threw up back when I was like 12 years old. And it's I a rite of passage. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what was it, Stacey? Oh, they're those, um, you know, those pastel colored, they're not chocolate. They're mint flavored, usually non-perils. They have like the white little, they're round sprinkles on the Mm -hmm. bottom and they're shaped kind of like a big Hershey's kiss. I housed a bag of mint ones. And then that night I was like, Ooh, and like all like candy mint flavor, like coated my entire like esophagus and mouth for what felt like 12 days, but it was probably just like an hour or two. And I still can barely look at those things. Oh Oh my God. Did we sell you on coming to listen to tonight? (laughs) Please come. We'll talk, we'll give you quick cooking advice, but also we'll talk about throw up. (laughs) Stacey, what's your okayest mom moment? Okay. So I don't know. I hope this isn't like a cheat, but I kind of feel like (laughs) feeding my 15 year old, like the whole journey is an okayest mom moment. (laughs) Like he um, was a really not picky eater. I was a burgeoning food writer when he was born. And I felt so proud of myself. Like, look, look at how good, what a great job I've done. Like he eats organic. Like I was hardcore. Like he eats risotto. I was so proud. And of course, like I was quickly disabused of the notion that it was me as soon as I had my second kid who was so picky and wouldn't eat anything and whatever. I was like humbled. But, you know, my oldest was this great eater. And like hit his teen years. And I don't know if it's like a big middle finger to me. Like, I don't know what's going on, but he just really loves fast food and junk food and stuff. Like this is a kid who literally didn't try McDonald's until he was like 12 or 13. Like it was, and he was like, oh, like we don't like that. And I was like, yeah so obnoxious like so many made so many wrong moves and I really feel like in facing how he eats now and the fact that this is a rebellion to me I've had to reflect back on like all the decisions I made not just that one time when I fed my kid too many corn dogs but like (laughs) a whole lifetime of decisions I made with him around food and like realizing how much diet culture I had kind of taken on unknowingly and passed on and like how judgy I was about food in a way that I wasn't aware of and went unchecked because it was my industry like the whole like what's that saying I'm a first generation kid so I get my sayings all wrong because my parents got sayings wrong but like the chickens have come home to roost or whatever yes it's a that kind of situation 
but it's actually great because I have this podcast where I can kind of work it through <laughs> with this great co-host it. and it gives us lots of fodder for content and uh, gives me lots of Instagram fodder for funny things about the way teens eat and it's, it's going to work out. It's going to work out okay. One time I threw out those honey Dijon like kettle chips and the thought of them now makes me want to gag. <laughs> I I still can't eat beef jerky or yogurt. No, no, can't do it. Yogurt? Also, never eat those two things together ever. <laughs> Is that what made you barf? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we I I was like eight or nine. I was a Girl Scout. We went camping, and that was like all that was left before we went home. So it was like, here's like, you know, you're like, you're camping. It's like, here's all like the stuff nobody ate. Like we don't want to take it home. So they just like gave us a bunch of snacks and I had yogurt and beef jerky and two things like I wouldn't have ever eaten normally anyway. And then the road home was really windy and I puked and I will never eat either of those things ever again. Well, I don't blame you. All right. What's the next one you got? All right. This one comes from Laura. Lately, my four-year-old daughter, Lucy, has expressed fears at bedtime. Some days she is afraid of coyotes. Other days, it's the, quote, daydream in my head that I can't turn off. Generally, it is something vague that smells more of a desire to keep me in her bedroom under her spell than an actual fear. But let me assure you, as someone who has battled with with an anxiety disorder for the better part of my lifetime, I feel that that fear... I feel that fear that can't always be named. So I've done all the things I can think of to help my possibly anxious, probably attention-seeking daughter. We've done yoga before bed, deep breathing, reading books, turning on nightlights, turning off nightlights, snuggling together, singing and canto together, and having too many glasses of water to count. So on this night, when I had already put her back to bed two or three times, I was at my limit. Lucy once again told me that she was afraid but didn't articulate her fear. I reassured her that she was safe in her room that she was safe in her house, and that she was safe in her neighborhood. She looked very seriously at me and said, but mom, is the world safe? And while this is not the first time I've lied to my daughter, it felt like the biggest lie I've ever told her. Yes, Lucy, the world is safe. Oh my God. Don't make me cry. Oh God, that one. I just told this lie myself the other day about school. And Mm -hmm. it's, I have one kid who's very reluctant about about school all of a sudden and it's it's very hard to say when you don't know when there's so much evidence to the contrary that you will always be safe at school yeah oh thank you for that laura gosh okay next up we have an okay small moment from kelsey who is our guest on episode 117 fostering a good parent-teacher relationship Yes, and I wanted to think on this one because you guys sent me the questions. I was like, oh, I need to remember like something really good. Um, and then I was like, oh yeah, the ceiling TV that we did at the beginning oh. of the pandemic and lasted <laughs> for about a year and a half or two years. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids, like they did not want to go to bed and we were so burned out from like, you know, like think about it, education totally changed. So my business, like we had sub plans. Well, teachers were all of a sudden not in the classroom anymore. Oh, yeah. Our sales, like, you know, and we have, we have teams that support, like our family and a team, like for us, like my business is like what supports our family. Like my husband, he's home. Um, so it was a big deal. So I was working like 
crazy. We were like having to make totally new things for teachers to meet what they did. Because so our, our sales kind of nosedive because people, they weren't in the classroom. It's funny. Like actually sub plans, the sales started going up a little bit when like actually quite a bit, for, like a couple days when the pandemic was happening before the school shut down. I think because oh, I get this, but as soon as schools shut down, it was like, you know, so I was working like crazy. We were so burned out. And so my husband, my husband is the one who came up with this and I was mortified by it. Like, how are we even doing this? But he got a projector and like aimed it at the ceiling. So we have like the TV on the ceiling. So instead of like actually doing a bedtime routine and putting them to bed, we're like, go in your room, watch this show until you fall asleep. And we did that for like a year and a half. I kind of love that though. I love the idea of just being able to lay in bed and watch. (laughs) And like literally what we called it, feeling TV. I'm trying to figure out how to do that in my room. Me too. I was just thinking, kids have bunk beds though. It might be hard. (laughs) Yeah. And mind you now too, they didn't at that time, but yeah. Oh my gosh. It worked out well for a while there. I mean, hey, I always felt like I would cringe. It was like, if anybody knew about this, and now I'm talking about it on a podcast, but like, hey, you know what? We did what we had to do. Yeah. You're right. My kids put themselves to bed with TV almost every night of the pandemic, too. So, <laughs> that, those were some dark days. It was very dark. Very dark. Talk about things you don't want to admit out loud. <laughs> Okay, we are, we're out of it, mostly, maybe, I don't know, and we're, we're righting our wrongs now. That's right. <laughs> All right, that is our show for today. Um, if you have an okay small moment that you'd like to share, it can be anonymous if you prefer. Um, you can submit it at okayasmoms.com slash OMM, or you can call and leave a voicemail 916-778-0545. If you like what you just heard, and we hope you do, you can find more of us online at www.okestmoms.com. We're also on all social media platforms, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at OKest Moms blog. Or if you want to, you can send us an email at hey at okestmoms.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft. Made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.